This podcast is produced by Unedited. Before we jump into this week's episode, I just want to let you know about my free ebook, Daily Positive, which you can download right now. I've written this book because I'm dedicated to help you make 2019 your best year ever. Daily Positive is filled with my own personal experiences battling with depression and heavy anxiety and some of the practices that help me get rid of those thoughts and feelings. It's written to help you build and maintain a more positive mindset for yourself to make this the best year you can have. In it, you can expect to learn the importance of self-awareness, how adding just 1% value to your days can really benefit in the long run, how to rediscover your inner self, why happiness only comes from within, and it's also packed with some practical exercises that you can do for yourself. So to get your copy, simply head to thedreamersdisease.co.uk forward slash ebook and download it for free right now. That's thedreamersdisease.co.uk forward slash ebook. Hello dreamers and welcome to the Dreamers Disease podcast with myself, Alex Manzi. And this is the podcast where we aim to inspire you to become the best version of yourself through hearing the stories of inspirational people who are out in the world and really following their passions. And we aim to learn from some of their life lessons, take some of their wisdom and motivation and apply it to our day-to-day lives. So on this episode, I'm joined by three amazing young ladies who are doing big, big things. Collectively, they are known as The Receipts after their hugely successful podcast, The Receipts Podcast, which is known for their straight talking, hilarious stories and relationship advice. So on this episode, we spoke about how their amazing podcast got started in the first place, how they balance work and their podcasting. We shared some really funny childhood memories together. Of course, I had to ask the girls for just general dating advice and the do's and don'ts of dating. And we just had an all round good laugh, to be honest. So I want to thank you for listening. Make sure you do hit that subscribe button. Make sure you share this episode if you're listening to your Insta story and tag me, Alex Manzi, and the Receipts Podcast so we can both see that you're listening to it. So right now, let's jump straight in and hear from the Receipts. This week, I am joined by probably my favorite three people, um, just by proxy, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> no, 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 by by sense of um, listening to your podcast. So the three people I am talking about are known as The Receipts, and I shall let them introduce themselves, starting from my left. Hi. Um, I feel like I have to do it the way I do it on the mm. Receipts podcast. So it's your girl, Tolly T. Audrey, formerly known as Guyana's Finest. And your mama, Sita Milena Sanchez. Oh my God, I actually feel like I'm on the Receipts now. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so first of all, thank you. So just to kick things off, can you, Audrey, mm. tell us a joke? Because apparently you're the king of the jokes. Hell yeah. Do you know what? I'm so glad you asked. Do you know what? Let me just remove this mic from her right now. He asked me, so I have to deliver. Okay, so what's the best time to go to the dentist? Don't know. Tooth hurty. (laughs) 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 The joke is never funny. It's her aftermath that's funny. Like it's never the. It's never been the joke. That joke is amazing. That's funny. That's awful. Um, what do you call a gingerbread man with one leg? Don't know. Limp biscuit. (laughs) Alex knew. I knew that one. I can't lie. I. That was my like. High school classic joke. It's a great one. That's it's a, a good one. one okay, so you've passed the test. See? Good, because there was a lot of chat before that your jokes weren't that good. These two don't find them funny. They did just you find f- it funny? He laughed. Alex, yeah. did you laugh? Yeah, I did actually. Did genuinely. you laugh with her No, or no, at I her? genuinely laughed at the first one and I laughed at the reaction of the second one because I knew the second one already. But you only laugh because she thinks they're so funny. No, he would have laughed harder. <laughs> Yeah, you only laugh because you saw her reaction to it. 
They think people laugh because they feel bad for me. No, no, no. It's not, <laughs> they feel bad for you. it's not like they feel bad for you. It's because it's so awful. Have you ever been in that like, really awful, awkward situations where you're like, <laughs> that's all you can do? Do you know that nervous? Like, I, I'm meant to laugh, but I don't find this funny, but I'm going to laugh. But you know what? I'm encouraging you. Like, it, it, it makes great it content. Makes, it makes me happy, man. And it makes you happy. That's literally, that's all that matters. And the listeners love it. They yep. tweet. How much some don't them. but some don't but like a lot do. don't <laughs> like three, <people laughs> but three of them do and every listener counts to us exactly, <laughs> so exactly. let her carry on mm. all right so from now on i'm going to tweet in every time there's a joke please and be like do. that was a sick joke please, Audrey, please. have you ever done stand-up um, or thought about it no i will one day though that's no, that would have yeah no actually tell a lie. actually did. did yeah we did this event called special guest and it was so sick and basically the concept was everyone in the audience has 15 seconds to go up on stage and talk about anything they want so i use that as my moment to do some stand-up how, how long do you talk for a minute a minute yeah mm. so the special guest is, is an amazing event and it's basically everyone that's invited every everyone in the audience like Audrey said gets one minute to go on stage and talk about literally anything they want it could be like i want to sing a song yeah. or i want to talk about this heartbreak i had or i've got funny jokes for you so audrey did it and okay. she did and her stand up did it go down well I think it went down so well yeah and do you know what was mad i didn't prepare that that was just organic like I audrey went, you're full of no no no. i promise you i didn't do any pre- pre- preparation i just went up there and i was like nice to see you to see you and the audience all replied nice it was really good yeah, but that's <laughs> someone else's joke i know but <laughs> it's just a good way to that's warm up yours. the crowds it was a good way to warm up the crowd that's and amazing. everyone was really into it and it was the best 60 seconds of my life do you know it what was so good i'm with you on this because i've done stand-up before it's lit like, years it? ago oh, yeah talk about it i did like three free stand-up so basically i don't know if i've ever said this on here before so basically i had a when i was working in in the city i was doing marketing and events and i the, the company i worked for was very small and we shared an office with another company mm. that were agents for actors and comedians mm. so for their christmas party they did um had some of their comedians there do stand-up and then they had an open mic section and I was about 19, 20 at the time. Sick. And I was just running my mouth in the office like, yeah, I can do stand up, it's easy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just got to tell some jokes, it's mm. fine. And Paul, the guy who ran the company was like, right, well, why don't you do open mic yeah. at the Christmas party? So I was like, yeah, all right, easy. And then I was like, oh, now I need to write some jokes. Yeah. Um, so I, that was the first one I did. And it, it was all right, I actually won the, the, the votes of the, of the audience. I mean, most of the audience were my friends because I'd invited oh. a lot of them. <laughs> so it was probably a bit um, biased. Bias. So I did that. It was five minutes. It was so funny. And I had a joke that was a killer joke at the end, which I'm not going to say now. Cause tell me off air. No, I'll it. tell you off air because it's, okay, it, it's probably not that appropriate. Uh, um, uh, it's, a play, it's a play on, uh, a, play on uh, a, a life situation, shall we say. Uh, um, but yeah, anyway, so I did that and it was good. And then I did another one for the same people when they had another open mic event or something and someone dropped out. So they asked me to step in. So then I was like, oh, I can't use the same jokes because it's going to be roughly the same sort of crowd. Mm-hmm. So I had to write some new jokes, which I said my friend actually helped me with it. You're good. Most comedians I know do the same jokes. Like professional mm-hmm. yeah, comedians, sure. they do a whole tour of the yeah, exact yeah. same jokes. I feel like, do you remember that time when, what was it? Like, was it Kojo Comedy Club? Mm, yeah, yeah. And then you'd get like, oh, comi- God, always. it was always the yeah. same jokes they use all Absolutely. the time. But that was a good era, actually. Comedy was like getting I a love, little buzz love, and then it just kind of went. Yeah. Yeah, they used to do so many comedy clubs and Kojo had his like, fun house. Yeah, 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 yeah. that was proper, proper sick. If I was a, a comedian though, I'd literally just go on YouTube and steal people's stuff. That's what Amy Schumer does. Joking! Oh! <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. alright. So mo- moving on swiftly, um, can you 
tell us a bit about like each of you, like what you do outside of the receipts mm. and also somewhere along the line a bit about like what the receipts is all about and why it's such a fantastic podcast. Sure. What so what we do outside what I do outside of the receipts. I am uh ooh, and if I know how to like title what I do basically. So like my background is journalism. I've been I was doing beauty journalism for about five, seven years. I mean I still do it now. So that's like that's my background. But now I do like just make content literally as so though it's like a creative. But I feel like it's, it sounds like a dick title. Hey, what do you do? I'm oh, I'm a creative. It sounds very like Mwah. No, because you do all everything. Yeah, so yeah. Mm. So yeah, I yeah. guess I'm a creative. So I do that outside of this, um, trying to get some money because Yay. podcasting ain't paying yet. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I do. What do you not do? I um I work at a digital media agency. I'm a PA there. I've been there for a few years now actually. And yeah, I really like it. And um yeah, that's it really. <laughs> um I'm a singer, songwriter, and I'm a mum, which is the biggest job of them all. And I love doing it. Amazing. <laughs> Tell us. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> love, love yeah. her. Shout out you. <laughs> Yay. T- tell us a bit about that. How's like, how's your life changed with that? Like with being a mum and working and being like a singer and also podcast influencer oh, it's, person. It's so, so difficult to try and balance it all. I can't even lie to you. I still haven't even got to a point where I'm just like, totally happy with how much time I'm spending with doing my music or being a mom or doing this. It's just, oh, it's been really, really difficult. I'm not gonna lie, but I am happy because I'm thriving in every single aspect. I just need to just figure it out. But yeah, it's been really, really difficult, but um, I've got amazing people around me, i.e. Audrey and Dalani that helped me a lot. And as well as friends and family as well. Family helped me a hell of a lot with my daughter and her dad. Mm. So yeah, getting there. Sick. And what's the biggest learning you've had from that? Uh, Absolutely joking. This girl. (laughs) This girl. Wrap up for all time. <laughs> Kids, please. Safe, <laughs> Safe sex is the best sex. I actually saw a picture on Twitter. Twitter has no chill, you know. It literally has no chill. And it was like, um, it's 2019. All of you can get rid of your mistakes now. It's fine. And there's literally a picture of a woman dashing out her baby. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, no, this is actually nuts. It has no chill, honestly. People can't go to to twitter and just celebrate no never like you literally don't go to twitter for like if you're like having like a bad day (laughs) do you know what i mean like don't go on twitter and expect people they're just gonna like clown you basically save that for facebook do you know where people will be like oh you know it's okay we're here we're here if you need us on twitter you're just gonna become content or become a meme (laughs) you'll just become a meme so so. tell me something i don't know pictures yeah exactly exactly yeah twitter's such a negative space now isn't it like it's just it has where its moments. I love it because it still makes me laugh every day. Yeah. Like every day without fail, I see some funny I do stuff. think it's who you follow, you know. My feed is not that negative, I'll be honest. Yeah. Like, I really enjoy Twitter. It's one mm. of my, it's my favourite social net media me too. network. It's absolutely my favourite. I, I think it's it. the one with the least facade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, because I feel like there's like stunning people on Instagram who are absolutely beautiful. Mm. They get all their angles, but they're dim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Twitter shows that. Yeah, but basically, you can't bang yeah. on both. Basically, well, f- yeah, well you do. Mm, true, so do you. <laughs> I mean, do. Apart from us, but I feel like I, I feel like we popped on Twitter first, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's, know, yeah. it's a voice. Like yeah, you have exactly. a voice on yeah, Twitter, yeah, yeah. sort of thing. So, so like, I mean, 
Yeah, I, I it's my favorite social media. Too, I, I think it, it is. Hell, there was not one day that I've gone on there and not burst out laughing. If, like, I think there were well. sometimes I'll be sat on a train and I just think of a tweet and I just start Me laughing too. to myself. Me too. I've like that, God be making every, any. Forget. Yeah, exactly. So they were doing the ten year challenge, <laughs> so yeah. and then some girl innocently posted her throwback. <laughs> it was like, to be fair, it was really, really bad. And then someone quote retweeted tweet, it, and they were like, "God just be making anybody these days." <laughs> it's so mean. And I was just like, and then another girl posted hers, and to be fair, the picture looked mad old because it was like black and white. But she's only young; she couldn't have been older than twenty one. And then someone said, um, 10 year throwback, not a hundred year throwback, Harriet Tubman." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just stuff like that it's just like that's so mean like <laughs> yeah, exactly it was just like why so cruel really but it was funny though I laughed I laughed I can't even lie oh, see that's what I'm talking about though like that is like needless it's funny yeah. but at the same time you're like oh, so harsh so harsh from that poor person oh, God. <laughs> I didn't realise that 10 year challenge made it to Twitter though oh, I didn't yeah, really see oh, it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I only really checked my Twitter for football news God knows I don't know I just looked and everyone was posting their throwback mm. but it was funny I liked it though I liked seeing people's old pictures like who they were like what they looked like back in the day I like things like that it's funny mine was horrendous what was your, just like well, I, was, I was 21 and I just like big bushy hair mm. no facial hair just really? look, just look. Yeah, I show you after. Yeah, I want to see now. Show you after. I put, I did post it. In, so <laughs> yeah, thank God for the bum fluff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, podcast wise, mm-hmm. how did you guys get started as the receipts, and how did you come together for that? Because I don't think I've ever heard the story, to be honest. Oh. I know you've probably told it a million times, but I don't think I've ever heard it. The story's good. It's interesting. It's actually, it's a good story. Yeah, to it's be a fair. really good story. So, obviously, there's three shots of tequila, which is like a male-led podcast, and it was really popular doing bits. And they were getting heat about not having a female guest on there. And so one of the guys was basically like, oh, I'm not sure if like a girl version would work. And then Tolly replied to the tweet and was like, it will work. I've got the name, just get me the girls. So basically the thread started mm. and then we were all added and we were all thrown into the mix. And then it went to your DMs, right? Yeah, or you DM'd so everybody. I DM'd everyone, yeah. So I DM'd everyone like, actually, you actually interested in this? If you are, send me over your emails. And then did emails and then from emails, I got everyone's numbers mm. and inside a WhatsApp group. And then like we met up for dinner and everyone was just like, there was a, what five of us in the group, and one of those girls um, dropped out because she was a musician, so she went to concentrate on that, which was fair. So we went for dinner one day, we were all just talking, and like everybody was telling each other everyone's business, and like this guy, this, this guy, that. And I was like, oh my God, this is actually like really good content here. So we were just like, yeah, let's mm. record an episode and see what goes from there. And that was it. And the name I actually originally had from that tweet was Cocktails and Cocktails. Uh, that was the name I was like, that's what I want to call. If I was ever do something, I wanted to call something that. But then I don't know how commercially viable Cocktails yeah. is. <laughs> so yeah. wasn't the best idea. Then we went to Can't Deal. Yeah. Then we went to try to call it No Filter. Yeah. And then we ended up with the Receipts podcast. Yeah. And then the artwork just kind of like made sense and mm. went along with so I did it, basically. Yeah, but it was mad though, because initially on that thread, it was honestly like 25 girls. So many and girls then replied, it went down yeah. to like 10 and it was kind of just like separated the week from the chaff. Right? Yeah, the basically. Kind of thing. And the serious ones were left standing and eventually it was the five of us and now... I do yeah. wonder how many girls replied to that are gutted that damn I should yeah exactly I should have actually like saw this through some gasping like, yeah absolutely and then yeah yeah I think everyone just probably thought oh it was just something you're saying on Twitter yeah. we were kind of like Not it serious. won't manifest into mm. anything but we were like no like let's actually do yeah, it exactly. and the first night the episode was coming out oh my god Oof. like oh child I took my phone off. Yeah, yeah. literally turned turn the phone off. And we woke up in the morning and the amount of listens that it had, we were just like... Because we were like that, oh. we were like, if it gets 
200 we're fine because like, you get your every, 10 friends you get, get your 10, 10 friends, friends. <laughs> you get 10 friends you get 10 friends listen and it'll be fine let's just get like 200 and we'll be happy with 200 or whatever and then but ended the, i think that morning it was like on yeah. 250 we were like war and it was so bad because we were literally giving each other updates every hour by the hour by the minute we were stressing boy. and then we were like i was like stop updating me i don't want to know like i just don't want to know i think by the end of it i think it was like over a thousand that's three thousand yeah. yeah three and a half thousand on the first day so we we're like oh wait and nobody was cussing us out because we yeah. partly thought we'd get a whole load of backlash like oh you idiot girls blah 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 but it just it went down really well and also i feel like we were surprised because none of us had like loads of followers on twitter like we weren't like out there people so f- the fact that people like were interested and they cared i think it really was a word of mouth thing it was yeah i mean we've been lucky to be like our uh, like streams and listeners have, come, have been completely organic mm. we've never paid for anything because we can't afford it, no matter what the haters say. <laughs> and it's always just been like oh have you heard this wait what did you say no matter what the haters say <laughs> i know who you are bro she's just indirect <laughs> um yeah so it's kind of been like oh have you heard this or friends of friends or people seeing the hashtag mm. and be like what is this what about is? so i wanted to listen and then our, our artwork as well is very in your face yeah and that was a purposeful thing because again that was like here look at us and it was inspired by drake so shout out drake mm. yeah because you know what I, I think that i stumbled across it through the hashtag on twitter mm. i think i just kept seeing it being retweeted and i was like okay what what is this i was like, i need to listen to this and i thought i don't know am i gonna be able to am i gonna know am i gonna be able to be part of the club like it's, it's all girl thing i'm like is it is it for me but i thought you know i'm I'm always intrigued by things. So I listened to it and like within about 10 minutes, I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Because like for me, like growing up, I grew up with my sister and a group of friends who lived up the road that were three girls. Mm. So we would have that kind of jokes between us. And I kind of missed that a little bit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And this kind of just reminded me of the kind of stupid conversations we would have. Like Mm. back in the day, we we, we would like film like our own sketch show. Like, Do you remember? Um, if you didn't do that with your cousins and your friends, what yeah. kind of charges did you have? Yeah, but you did. Yeah. Before social media, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you had Netflix to make your own. Yeah. Like, do you remember the Amanda show? Amanda, 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 Amanda. Yeah. Amanda, 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 Amanda show sketches like in the back garden and oh, stuff. Right. Okay, so <laughs> me and my friends, remember Three Num Blondes? Yes. yes. Yes, so me and my friends, we actually used to do that on like strangers on the street. It's <laughs> so bad. So it would be like, you just be like, excuse me, excuse me, where's the toilet? Where's the toilet? And start like contouring your body up and down or whatever, whatever. And they'll be like, you're, it's the street, there's no toilet. Like, I'm going to piss myself. I'm going to piss myself. You just shout at the stranger's yeah. face. Or you're like, excuse me, how do I get to Wantford? And they'll direct you and then you go the opposite way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was our favourite. Oh we God. just do the stupidest things. It's like any sketches that were on Three Num Blondes, we would act it out on the streets. Mm. And I guess the streets were just safer then yeah, because we just, we just did stupid things. Yeah, you, and no one would film you. And no one would, yeah, it was just us being stupid. Mm not down ginger all of that but oh we used God, to act yeah. out things we saw on telly yeah 100%. all the time yeah same I used to do little britain computer says no. oh yeah britain, i can't like i love that i have like all the box sets right do you yeah is I it really problematic it. now I, like i thought it was the fun- i still think it's funny but i just can't believe they got away with that on like yeah. literally terrestrial tv yeah it is completely insane but i'm glad 
Because at one point, so it was funny. doing blackface. No, no literally like doing, literally. Blackface. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was this um, black woman that was um, yeah. Matt Willis playing Yeah, it. and he would just like do blackface and he would just be like, oh, so we're like just acting like a demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would just be like this other lady that was supposed to be, um, you know, the racist lady. So they would go and they'd do the bait. Yeah. Out, and then the guy, and then he'd be like, oh, you know, the Asian lady. And then she'd just go. <laughs> yeah, she would just <laughs> So no, it was Catherine, wasn't it? Catherine Tate, it's Catherine Tate that played her. Um, no, it was the two guys. Was it one of the two yeah. guys? Oh, I know exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I used to think just... they were together for years. Yeah. I did not realise they weren't a couple. Yeah, he's They're just friends, yeah. But yeah, yeah. sorry. How did we get there? Sorry, we kind of <laughs> went down to a thing. Do you remember what the best shows were? The um, airline shows. Like when they just used to like film an airport and people was, missing their oh, flights oh, and people oh God, yeah, and yeah. immigration. I swear it, it was just called airport. I think it was just called yeah, airport. Yeah, yeah. It was sensational exactly. television yeah. and I want it back. Yeah, and they'll just be like, what do you mean I missed my flight? Like, yeah. no, I missed it. Like, me and my whole family are waiting to go down to Tenerife, man. Like, what do you mean? Like, people just moving mad at the airport and they'd be like, sorry, madam. Well, sorry, There's sir. nothing we can There's do. There's nothing we can do. You've missed your flight. And they'd be like, no, man, you need to put me on the next one, man. Like, I'm going, man. <laughs> It was like, and every so time they're like, I'm not paying, I'm not paying. It's like, this person just has to pay 500 pounds. Yeah. Like, like, you were going to pay. And it's like nothing to declare as well. Like, And you that see the them that with that 37 year old man. It's like, I'm 14. <laughs> yeah. It's like, sir, it's, you look about 45. My mum absolutely loves that show. She'd be like, hi, Milena, I'm just sitting here watching... Um, Nothing to declare. I'm like, mum, why do you watch this every it's, single day so at good. the same time? It's absolutely brilliant. It is, it is jokes. Sorry, I don't know how we got here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. We get a mic in our hand and we yeah. just kind of start. That's no, good. We'll, we'll go with the flow. We'll try, we'll try to anyway. <laughs> like, this is so funny because like my, like normally the conversation, I wouldn't say they're structured, but, oh, so but like, no, 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 no. But this oh. is why it's good because normally we like, we follow a, a trajectory. Yeah, we yeah, just, yeah, yeah. But that's what I love is that you guys just go off on. Yeah, we're not. Tangents. I don't even know how we literally don't know how we got there. How did we get to even Little Britain? Yeah, <laughs> was, that was you to be fair. Mm. Oh, it was for, it was from me. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, my bad. My bad. I can't remember what I was gonna say next. Tell me, tell me about how you guys felt when you started to really build up your following. Like you said, the first episode got what three and a half thousand, and then it just kind of like went right mm. because. It's really funny because I recently just celebrated getting, this is going to sound so stupid compared to like where you're at, but like 100,000 downloads. No, 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 no. It's amazing. Don't get me wrong. But what's really funny is that literally the next day I was like, I started listening to some of your podcasts. I went onto the SoundCloud page and like your episodes were like 40,000. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) There's lots of catching up. That is no joke. I used to do a podcast that used to get 200 plays in two weeks. (laughs) So What was that? It was called It Is What It Is and it, like, and it, is what, it and it is. is what it is that it died. It's no longer. And what was it but about? It was just like about popular culture and just like things that were just happening like on Twitter mainly. But yeah. So yeah. So 100. Yeah. No, no, no. It's amazing. Like, it's I pre- Thank well you. Done. I appreciate it. But like, it's just so funny like just seeing like how far you girls have gone in that time. Mm-hmm. It's just mad. And even now with the, the One Extra Connect. So yeah. like you got the you got the hookup. Was, was it the first One Extra podcast? For, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? How did that come about? Um, how did that come about? Um, someone at BBC followed me on Twitter and I was like, hmm, <laughs> something's happening here. Like, that's legitly how it is. I yeah. think like you kind of, when someone follows you, you kind of like, look, maybe it's just me, maybe it's a bad habit. I look at bios. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, there's yeah. something here, something. And literally, I think he followed all of us in the same mm. week. And it was like, have you noticed this? So we kind of like, not saw it coming, but it was like, yeah. okay, cool. Someone's watching sort of something. thing. So then after that, we literally just got called into a meeting and it was just like, 
we love to do something together. And it was like, yeah, sure, absolutely. And obviously it's the BBC that's like legendary. Mm. And then to be able to still be audaciously ourselves at the BBC was such a like massive thing for us. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's actually how it happened. There yeah. was no this big reveal. There was no pitch or anything like that. It was just, we like what you guys do. Mm. How can we like make this something that benefits mm. us and benefits you guys as well, basically. Yeah, it was super quick. It was literally like two meetings and we were recording. Yeah. It kept getting extended because it was doing yeah. so well. We was enjoying it so much as well. well. Didn't the first episode go like straight to number one of like all yeah. the podcasts it in did, the world yeah. at that moment? Yeah. Which was just mad. Which just goes to show like a the power of like your own podcast but mm. combine it with like something like the BBC exactly it's just insane like, I remember seeing that and I was just like yeah. s- I was still in the building at the time and I was yeah. like yes yeah. I was like yes yeah. like that's so good yeah. I was so happy yeah I was so happy it happened mainly because for me it kind of like I wanted something I was going to prove to like a big name like BBC or whoever else looking at this works mm. And there was like, it's one of those typical, like as Jay-Z says, like numbers don't lie. Yeah. So it was just like, this was the only way we could have shown that this worked mm. sort of thing. So there could have been tweets that are going to be like, oh, it could have been anyone else, but like there's a chance for this yeah. and this kind of shows and it's like cemented in screenshots that this oh, thing well, happened yeah. now. It's so it's like, everywhere. for me, it was just to prove of success to the BBC mm. or to ourselves or to any other big people that's like, especially with podcasts, because I think sometimes it can be seen as some sort of secondary form of um, content. Like mm. it's quite, it's not, like produced in terms of like so cleanly it's kind of like cheap to make so I don't know how seriously it was getting taken especially in the UK so it was kind of like here this is a massive thing and yeah so we was we were so excited by that yeah we I didn't even think about charts like I didn't even think about it and then someone told us and they were kind of like oh yeah we were in the top 20 and then after that I was like oh right like yeah yeah, we were happy just to be in it and then next thing you knew it was like number one and I took a screenshot just in case because these things change so quickly but it's there like it happened and it's not so dope yeah it was there like all night boy i wake up in the middle of the night like like looking at my phone but no it was so exciting it was amazing and we finally got there despite my dad devoted porno being number one oh my god forever they're always at number one i actually really can't wait to meet them i know it's gonna like i just because i like i respect what they do so it's like Oh, how we beat you? Mm. Well, for once. Yeah. <laughs> Put it back there now anyway. <laughs> but then I guess like technically for that one day, you were bigger than them. So exactly. that's that's massive. Yeah. That is huge. Like honestly, like like I said, when I saw it, I, was just, I celebrated myself. Like oh, thank you. I, hadn't even, I don't think I'd even met you at that yeah. point either. Yeah. And I was just like, just because <laughs> I knew like what you were saying, it just goes to show the power of a podcast, be like having like a unique, you know, product or voices or whatever. And just being authentic just pays off. Like no matter how. And it's mm-hmm. like, people at the BBC would have gone, literally would have sat up and gone, okay, right, mm. wow, is, mm. that w- is that what this can do, mm. this podcast thing? Because that was kind of like a, not a trial, I guess, but it like, was. Yeah, it was but like it was like the first, <laughs> it was the first stab at the podcast yeah. thing from One Extra. Like I think Radio One had had some at the mm. time, but for One Extra, and it was just like the perfect time and the perfect people, mm. like everything was just, yeah, amazing. So where's the podcast Thank going you. from here on? To freedom. To freedom. I think it's just like, for us, collaborations are huge. And to kind of see, there were so many podcasts to make that you can just follow, not necessarily follow their route. The thing, the good thing about having people do things before you is that you don't make their mistakes. So it's like, we watch what other people are doing. I like to like, it's really geeky, but every so often I just kind of like, oh, what's this person doing? Or what are these deals? What's happening here sort of thing? Just so you know what to avoid and what to not do. So I think it's that. And it's like, continue to make 
content that we're making that is audacious to ourselves mm. it's authentic it's just us having a conversation and we do live events as well so that's good and i think it's just to see like who can we partner with what other like things can we do outside of the body of work that we do already and how can we because the thing is right with podcasts you forget it but there's still some people that have never heard of you mm. and every time we get tweet or email that's just like oh my god i just start listening i love this but it's amazing for me because it's like there was so many new people that still ha- haven't heard of this thing yet. So I think trying to get new audiences and trying to keep our audiences now is still like, yeah, I basically. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. We just want to continue making like, obviously content that the listeners love and just like developing it as much as possible. Like, I think it's like so cool that people get to see our growth as well. Mm. Like I'm not who I was two years ago. Like mm. so many of my views have changed. Mm. And like, I always say that I'd be like, oh, in 2016, I might've thought this, but now I think this. And it's mm. like, it's nice that people can see that growth, especially the people that have been listening since then. And obviously the new people. And like when people listen backwards as well, like it's like, oh damn, you're going to see my my downward spiral. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, I sound like all wise now, but God, I was talking shit to you years yeah, ago. Yeah, and the sound Yeah, and the awful. sound, like, just, yeah, little things like awful. the sound, like, you know, so it's kind, it's nice to see that, like, physical change as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I like that side of it. People that have been literally riding with us from episode one we rate so much because we had so many difficulties when it came to like sounds and I like, with mics and Audrey <laughs> not talking into the mic and having to like yeah, yeah. to be fair <laughs> so then now I feel like people that have started on 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 our latest episodes are like getting the the top notch of us mm. do you ever do you ever think like because you obviously you've all got your own like full-time jobs do you ever hope or plan to make it a full-time thing and just be like the receipts like what do you do i am the receipts Hell yeah! <laughs> oh absolutely it would be amazing to be like what do you do oh mm. i am a writer and podcaster mm. that yeah. that would be a, like a thing but it's weird because like i don't think you think that a podcaster is a job sort of thing yeah. but it is i mean you have like the region in america and that's that, that's their full-time yeah, jobs i mean do. they do like hosting things on the side but they are podcasters yeah. sort of thing so i think the dream would be to be like you know what we've put a lot of groundwork into this and it's like it's funny because people can be like oh my god you'll come up with so quick or whatever but i don't think we've all tried to do different things outside of before this was a thing Lena was a signed musician like she was signed like she had like a million views on youtube and then that didn't work out i had tried many of things i'd done so many blogs the amount of web domains i have bought in my lifetime and just like done nothing weird sort of thing and it all just didn't do what I wanted mm. it to do with. So it's just amazing. This is the thing that's like, we all love doing and it, it, it has, we have benefited from it. So it would be amazing to call it a full-time job. Yeah, 100%. That's like my number one goal. The day I can quit my, I mean, I actually really like my job and I like where I work. <laughs> in case, God forbid, I ever need to go back. No, but I do. But that would be like the number one goal. Like the day that I can leave there and just be like, and yeah, and just like, yeah, and just like, do this full time, I think that's when I'm gonna feel like, yes, like that's where the real success has come. Not yeah. that I don't feel like we've been successful, but obviously there's levels, you know what I mean? So I'm really, really looking forward to that. And like, to be able to do it full time means that there's so much more that can be put into mm. it. Like this can be a massive thing, but at the moment it's timing and money. Like we, we don't, mm. you know what I mean? We can only give as much as we can at the moment. So I feel like to be able to be like, this is my job, then that's your full commitment. And also having my mum, 
understand what I do because at the moment she's just like podcast care <laughs> but what is that I don't even know what that is so yeah. when my mom actually turns around and she's on the phone to my aunties in Colombia and actually says you know I'm Milena she is successful <laughs> then I'll be like okay guys I've made it I've yeah. made it is she gonna be able to explain it though <laughs> I, I don't even know I don't even think she will understand what it is <laughs> that's so funny and what about like with the singing are you still like wanting to pursue that and get like the balance between like being a podcaster and a artist yeah I think at the moment I'm not really focusing on becoming an artist I'm just focusing on falling in love with music again because mm. I think after I had my daughter I had lost so much confidence and stuff and with the podcast I've built it up so much more and I've started to like enjoy doing music again and like enjoying sitting down and just writing like it's always gonna be a part of my life like I've been singing since I was like four or five years old but um hopefully in time I don't know Maybe I'll get back into it properly, but I just think at this precise moment, I'm just enjoying just writing and recording things mm. for myself. And what, why but did yeah. you lose confidence when you had your daughter? Do you know what it was? It's because when I fell pregnant, I was like halfway through my album. I was like about to get signed to a big record label. Like so much was put into me. And then I fell pregnant and I think... Unfortunately, when you do end up pregnant in the industry, they look at you like, oh, you're not gonna be able to come back from this. And I mm. believed it. And yeah, it was a lot to take in actually. And um, yeah, like I said, if it wasn't for this podcast and for the girls, I don't think I would have, I, I don't think I'd be where I'm at right now in terms mm. of like confidence wise. But yeah, don't worry guys, I'll be back. She's showing here, she's, you my back, amazing she's back in the game. I'm back. No, we like that, that's good. Now it's good to like, to know as well that like, having that career that was almost there for you for like probably what you worked for for such a long time yeah. to be then taken away through you know a pregnancy but also the yeah. labels to then find something else it's also it's quite a nice like uh feeling isn't it to be like yeah. oh, actually this is a completely new path that i would never yeah. would have imagined but I'm like loving every minute of it. And I realized as well how much pressure I put on myself as well. Like now, if I ever went back into music like completely or if I decided, you know what, I want to go in and do an EP or do an album, I'll just think to myself, okay, yeah, do that. But don't, don't put pressure on yourself. Don't think, okay, now I have to do a photo shoot and now I have to do a video shoot and now I have to like get this out on time and stuff. But um, yeah, I feel like, if I want to do music again, it will literally just be for me. Mm. Now, how do you deal with the pressure now? And this is a question to all of you as well, by the way, just in, in terms of like pressure that comes with being the receipts, like, you know, are people expecting you to be a certain way or a certain type of person or, you know, <coughs> be at all the bougie events or like mm. hanging out in like the bougie places? Oh God, no. The thing, I think with us, we have the luxury of because they know us, like they know our personalities, they know what we're like. So the only thing I would, the only thing I would say people expect when they is for us to be like dancing monkeys kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. They expect us to be like, hey, it's Tolly T or whoever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, and sometimes you meet people and they're just like, entertain me. And we're just like, hi. Like, we don't know what to say. You got all the jokes But now. it's cute. Exactly. Thank God. Because that's going to be an icebreaker. They're going to come in handy one day for you guys. Like, just, are you all just from the receipts? Yeah, yeah, a duck, duck walks into, into a bar. bar. <laughs> exactly. That's like a great icebreaker. But like, other than that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say it's a pressure. It's just like a new layer of getting used to kind of thing um 
but yeah that's it really i don't think necessarily the pressure of like being the receipts because again we've never made that to be anything but ourselves on the Mm. podcast so it's not going to be this thing was like oh i thought you'd be like this like i've said many times in the podcast i'm not that quite nice a person (laughs) so (laughs) when people meet me i don't expect them to think i'm a nice person because i've told you i'm not sort of thing i think for me the pressure that i face is it's a personality thing it's just like so something exciting could happen today, but I'm like, what if that, it's like, what if that gets taken away from us tomorrow? Mm. Like, it's a pressure to stay elevating. And that's that's the pressure. That's the thing. That's one thing I definitely put on myself a lot. Like, in terms of like, I am aware that we are, we have done amazing things. I'm very, very proud of us. But I think in general, how I think about my life and I think about things that I do is that how this is going to consistently be elevating or consistently doing some sort of good sort of thing. So that's the pressure that it is. Is it's like, okay, cool, yeah, this is great, but what next? Mm. Basically, and which doesn't make life easier like, for myself. Are people going to continue to support you? Like we talked about it on one of the episodes, and we practically begged people, like, listen, always support us. Like, yeah, we're never going to get to a point where we don't need our audience because the audience is what's like enabled us to continue like doing what we're doing and put out mm. the episodes and stuff like that so that's a, that's uh that's scary in a sense that i mean it is a form of pressure because it is scary it's just like oh my god what happens and especially like for me something that i think about quite a bit is like obviously we talked about twitter and like i love twitter and stuff like that it's just like what are you going to say one day that could cause your downfall or your backlash especially in this generation that we live in of council culture and that scares me so much sometimes i'm just like oh shit like like god forbid like you tweet something in it and it's misinterpreted do you know what i mean like and it's just like you're always one tweet away from like being cancelled kind of thing so mm. that that scares me like and that's like a form of pressure for me as well yeah. do you know what i mean i try not to think about it too much but of course it's my man every and, now and, then. <laughs> and there's a thing about when people like support the underdog Mm. So, but when the underdog feels like it's going far away from them yes. like oh whatever well, i don't need our support anymore exactly. so there is that kind of like yeah it's it's just the i think for me it's a massive thing of elevation and like okay what can come out of this or god forbid this ends tomorrow mm-hmm. what are you going to do to Lani? that's my train of thought and it's possibly not very positive or healthy it's not but also <laughs> like that could happen in any walk of life like you could be doing any job and it could you could get fired tomorrow or yeah. a, a contract gets terminated or you know redundancy or whatever so it's not a ridiculous thing it's maybe as well there's a part of it that because it's not like a you know a straight line mm. uh career path yeah. it's like there's probably a bit of it that's like you don't actually you can't see like a you know mm. in a job it's like i'm going to get promoted and yeah, then i'm going to exactly. do this then i'm going to be the executive yeah. and then it's a bit more like it's kind of down to you guys isn't it so it's yeah. a bit more of that We're like an experiment kind of thing yeah. because yeah. apart from like i know we totally mentioned it earlier like the american podcasts that are doing bits we don't really have like and like my dad wrote porno and stuff like that, but we don't really have like a lane for like women like us, especially that are doing this to like look up to kind of thing. So it's, yeah, it's scary. Mm. And what's it like being like the voice of, like you said, like women or a generation mm. or whatever, you know, the the other kind of like taglines that you guys have been given. Mm. I ain't a voice, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm really not. I'm a voice for I, me, I, myself, I, am a, I like, an individual singular one. I'm not even a voice for the receipts podcast. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> listen, <laughs> like, that's a pressure I don't I'm want. a voice for Tolly or Talani, <laughs> <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> Those are the only yeah, two, yeah, yeah. yeah, people I'm voices for because I like it's, it's ridiculous to put that on yourself. Mm. It is yeah. ridiculous to try to make out to be this voice of thinking. I'm so appreciative that people 
um, relate to our voices and relate to our stories. But the same if I have many people that I look up to that I relate to their stories, but not for a second, they're not a voice for me. Yeah. And maybe because I don't see other people like that, I don't think people should see that of me. Mm. That's too much pressure, man. Because that, that one I can't live up to. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because like, I find, and it goes back to the point you were saying earlier, where people expect you to be like a performing monkey. Mm. Like obviously, because a lot of the stuff I put on like Instagram and like talk about on the podcast is always like inspirational and positive. Mm. Like I kind of find that I, I feel like I, people expect me to be like that all the time, yeah. like pre- preachy about like positivity. And yeah. it's like, no, I just go about my everyday life. This yeah. is just like the way that my mind works rather than how I am. Like if I meet someone for the first time, I'm not going to be like, Get it. <laughs> Did you hear this thing about the, you know? And this is why you should think like that or whatever. It's just like I'll, I'll be me. I'll chat to you about football or mm. about you know whatever's going on, on in the world or whatever. I know you guys are big no, fans, do you right? Know anything about football? Look at my yeah. How much more do you guys? Wait, is his name not Lookerman? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? The one that always I don't just always see his name on Twitter. Uh, I don't know who it Lincoln? is. No. You're talking about Lukaku. Oh, Lukaku. That's who yeah. I mean. he, was, he was Lookerman. No He's one. another footballer. Oh, really? Oh, is it really? Oh. Pizza? I thought she made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I do know football. That's why I laughed because I thought that was like such a wild card no, player. It like it's like a it's like a young player. Oh, um, it's Sanchez. That's it. Of course. Yeah. I don't know, right, we'll, we'll move away from football, yeah, fortunately. Please, um, but one thing you girls are getting known for, right, is you've obviously got like the your receipts part of the podcast, mm-hmm. which is where like you give your advice. Mm-hmm. So you're you are actually you can't deny this. You are actually becoming like relationship and dating experts. Agony aunts. Can, can I take my own? Agony aunts. <laughs> so like, how's that? Like, do you feel like you are? experts in that set because we were talking before off mic about mm. like just dating in general yeah <laughs> and um no name no names mentioned but there's a couple of us in this room that are pretty bad with it mm-hmm. so it's like how do you feel when like some people are coming to you with like their dating problems or like funny stories or whatever yeah. and then you're like the ones giving advice are you just like treat it like their mates or how's it work i think for me like one of the advantages advantages of being like older is that like I am I genuinely do feel like I'm just talking from experience like I've been there I've done that do you know what I mean because a lot of the people that send it I mean we get dilemmas from people of all age ranges but they're generally people that are younger than me so I don't feel out of place giving advice sometimes because I know that I've lived it like a lot of the situations that come through I've actually been through it so I can speak on that so um yeah just from like an older sister perspective like it makes me happy like it makes it makes me feel good that people trust us with their business kind of thing and that people obviously respect what we have to say because i don't think that anybody would take time out of their day because some of the emails are long as hell so the fact that people take the time out of their day to like write to us means that they must value our opinion so that feels nice i i feel like a duty of care to like always make sure that i'm giving as as much advice as, as much advice as what I can, but also just like if I don't know, I don't know. Like I'll be like I don't know, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what it is? Do you know when you are? I assume guys don't get this. When you go to a girl's toilet and then you see like a girl there and she's really cool, whatever, and somehow you start talking about wanting to message your ex and she's like, "Don't do it. You're beautiful, babe. <laughs> like you don't need him. That sort of thing." I think that's the level of because we are detached from whatever that person's going through. I don't know this person. I don't know like they're. 
I can give an objective advice mm. rather than because, oh, because I love you. I know you can be like this. Yeah. But because it's like, I have no idea who you are. You just told me from the facts you've given me, this is what I can say. Mm. So I think that's why it works in that sense because we have no emotional attachment yeah. to that person because we don't know them. I mean, there were some... Um, there's some of your receipts that are really like, whoa, or like it's really deep or like are, are big. And like all you said, if we don't know, we'll be like, I, I'll be honest with mm. you, I don't know what to do. And mm. all I can say is this is what I would do. Yeah. yeah. But this is not necessarily what I say you should do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think for some people, it just helps them just to type it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think just typing it out. And sometimes when you type things out and you read about yourself, you're like, Oh, I know the answer now. Yeah, exactly. I was just yeah. about to say that because so many times like we're reading out the dilemmas and we're like, uh, babe, you've just answered yeah, it. Like, you know exactly it. what yeah. you need to do. You just want to hear like a confirmation from us. But mm. yeah, it's actually there. And also we thought we had issues, but like, or we had dilemmas or things that we've, we've been going through. But when we get, when we read through some dilemmas, we're like, Oh, okay. I'm, my life's not that bad, guys. Like, it's fine. It's okay. But yeah, there are some things that are just beyond anything that we can we can advise people to to do. Really. Yeah. So we dating experts. I mean, we've dated yeah. as a collective. Yeah. We, date, we, yeah, we, we dated. Date. We, we've dated. 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 Date. So um, I don't know if we're experts. We're experts in terms of experience. <laughs> yeah. As weird as in that my in, of our own experience. Yes. Yeah. And our friends and yeah. all that kind of stuff. All right. So on that note, I was having a conversation today. Mm. Do you need help? No, I don't well, need help. No, dilemma. No. We'll talk about my help after. But uh. <laughs> um, so dating etiquette. Mm. Let's talk. This is going to get messy because I want to hear this from a girl's perspective, okay. and I'm going to okay. give you the guy's perspective on stuff. Okay. So like, first date etiquette. What for you? What should it be like? Okay, no, no. Let me rephrase that. You pay. No, mm-hmm. no, yeah, that's just to see. No, mm-hmm. no, I'm gonna, that's why I'm going to rephrase it. Like, first three dates, mm-hmm. what should the etiquette be in terms of like, where would you go? Like, who pays? What would the second date be? Like, the whole situation. Like, okay. how how would you like to see that? Okay, for the first three dates, you pay, you pay, and you pay. <laughs> why? Why? Yeah. Because I just think I don't want to. I don't want to leave my house to spend money. Then why no? leave the house? Why leave the house? So, so, you, go, free, so you, you go on a second date expecting... For the no, I don't expect you to pay. I'll offer, but I, I, I don't want to pay for it. I am not um, of the belief of offering. Yeah, to be fair. I, I, I'm not someone that, that forced the offer things that I don't want to do. So mm. even if I like offer someone food and they're like, oh, are you sure? If I didn't want you to have this, I promise you I wouldn't have offered it to you. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I won't offer it if I don't want it. Because you could say yes, then what? Then I have to I have to do things I don't want to yeah. do, yeah, sort of thing. So in terms of first three dates, I I'm I don't pay. I um used to make the like gesture to like reach into my bag or whatever, and I'm like, oh, don't worry. But I don't even do that anymore. I just sit there mm. until the person pays, basically. Um, <laughs> first date, yeah, pay. In terms of etiquette, first date. I know some girls like to be picked up, but I will meet you at that location. Mm when it's a first date like because if this goes really badly I want to be able to be like I'm going home and not have to wait for you to take me home and also not having you know my address yeah true I know people think oh it's romantic I'll pick you up at A because we've just watched one too many romantic Mm. movies so the first date I will meet you at that location and ideally for me first drink will be drinks I don't want to do dinner or just be like a decent bar somewhere yeah and just like but they're not too loud so maybe a bit quiet where we can have a conversation 
Yeah. yeah. And I kind of want you to know what drink you want. I don't want to be like, uh, 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 like, I want you to be someone that's assertive, like, I'll have this. Or like, you know, just kind of be assured. And it'll be really cute if you kind of, if it's a bar that you know a little bit. Mm. There's something quite sexy about so like, oh, we're going here yeah, and you don't have to get your, usual. you don't have to get your maps out. <laughs> yeah, and we're yeah, like, I'll yeah. turn left here. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. just kind of a thing. So that, do you know, let me tell you um, a dating trick, actually. Someone I know who was actually like, wrote, he used to write a dating column for The Guardian, I think. He's a lot older now. So he said, what well, he used to always do it. So we're, let's say, for example, we are going for drinks somewhere he would ask the girl to meet like 10 minutes away for those from where we are like park a car wherever and then they'll walk together to the location and then he can do this whole thing of like oh look how well i know london and like you know like mm. this kind of and it just kind of shows it's sort of like oh we're going this way it kind yeah. of shows authority and it kind of gets you to be familiar with them so you don't enter the bar and start having an awkward conversation because it started 10 minutes beforehand. Yeah, yeah. So the date has started 10 minutes earlier. So all of the pre-stupid questions are, how long did it take you to get down here? Oh, it's oh, a bit cold, gotcha, isn't yeah. it? All of that, that's all happened. So you get straight to the date and you just actually just start just talking and you feel relaxed already. <clears throat> so that's a tip for the first date. Second day, we can do dinner on a second day because mm. that'd be more intimate. We can get, get to know each other. Mm, eat some ribs. Yeah, <laughs> we're not we're eating not. ribs on the second day. <laughs> <laughs> and then third day, I would like a fun activity. Oh, yeah. you, Audrey hates fun activities. <laughs> yeah i agreed with everything up until the fun part apart up until the activity part now i just like i like a dinner like i like like i'm not gonna lie take me somewhere fancy that's just me do you know what i mean like i'm not saying it's right but what i like what would impress me and when i say fancy i don't mean like a bougie london restaurant it can literally be somewhere local that's nice like yeah, there's places nice in between i feel like people think it's either nando's or the shard but there's so much in between that can give you the same effect and, and a do you, decent would price. you like judge a place based on how much the food is so like no. if you went somewhere that was nice but the dishes were like eight quid no definitely no, not if the no. food bangs and it's a nice like yeah, a not. nice surrounding yeah. i'll just i like creativity do you know what i mean i like to know yeah. kind of like what tolly was saying like that it's thought out and and all of that stuff so yeah pretty much everything tolly said like i don't i'm not that bothered about being picked up anymore like because we watch luther now so yeah i watch luther and i watch fine, you yeah, you don't yeah, need to yeah, know my so address we can meet there the old me would have said pre-luther me would have said like yeah pick me up blah 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 but now no um yeah i'm really not that bothered i just think like i just want to have a nice conversation like all yeah this, like be assertive like yeah take take the lead um yeah so dinner drinks i would do drinks as well but again it can't be above us too loud so i want to be able how to drunk can he get not too drunk cause it's just it's just sloppy on you like yeah i don't want to be all slurring my words in a hot mess like no like yeah i, I don't... think you should just get tipsy yeah but then I've been in a date where we both, not like drunk, but it's yeah. kind of like we both actually had a lot to drink and it was a lot of fun. And you mm. kind of got to see him mm. as this, not drunk person, like yeah. a, a nice tipsy Yeah, I want to see a thing. man relaxed and yeah. tipsy. That's nice. And it didn't feel man. so like... <gasps> yeah. And you know the date is lit when it's like you're just drinking and drinking. Yeah, and you're like, oh, let's do a shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. You know when they're actually like going to close the bar now, you're like, no, yeah, let's find somewhere else. That is a good first date when it's like, oh, they're coming to Albert closing you're like wow oh. thought it was just 10 o'clock and then and you, you decide, don't like, want it to end do you go somewhere else or do you i always go home yeah, do you, you know why because somewhere else will ruin it it will yeah. all the <laughs> it will always ruin it go home on that high and just have the anticipation for the next day yes well. that's what i think but then in saying that in terms of like not paying or whatever if we are out for drinks and let's say he's bought two rounds i will always buy a round yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. i'll buy a round i'll, I'll buy a round. a round i think it's more dinner a round <laughs> i think it's more dinner that it feels a bit more like yeah. official who's yeah. paying but if it's like a round thing i'd buy a round and the goal is not like he likes some hard drink that costs seven pound 85 like just drink beer mate 
<laughs> two quid. So that's that's the goal. Just have two a three ninety five beer and have a four ninety five rosé, and I spent less than a tenner. <laughs> that's what I mean by that. Or I'll, I'll grab the shots. But men of these days, they love a Hennessy and this, a whiskey, oh, and... Oh, some Dom Perignon. No, absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> the only DPI one. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Do you know what they like? I I can't drink beer. Like. There's no way I'm drinking beer on a date because... I don't like beer. I just can't drink it. I can't drink... I drink like a pint and I'll get a second one. I'll get halfway into it and literally I'll be drinking it and it won't be going down. Like I don't know what happens. It just doesn't go anywhere. It just stays in that glass. I'll be chugging it and it just doesn't move. So I'm not not having a beer on a... I'll have one as like an opening opening act. But I'm not... No, just like it's a casual beer, isn't it? Like a little beer. Like you said, four pound drink. Yeah. All right, what about the conversation? Mm. How, how, what should the conversation be like or about? My go with the flow, but I absolutely nothing I hate more than when a guy starts talking about sex on the first date. Oh, cringe. I hate it. Like, that's embarrassing. It, it, like, it's just so embarrassing, and so many men do it. And something could be going so great, they'll be like, oh, yeah, because that's how you like it. It's like, yeah, well, you've ruined that now. Because instantly you're just like, yeah. years up, like, yeah, yeah. this is all you want sort of thing. So I think, or oh, that literally, Nick has tightened, <laughs> <laughs> legs crossed, barriers up, like, I want to go home now sort of thing. Yeah. So sex is, the, I don't like that on the first date. Yeah, not on the first date, that's team too much, man. But conversation for me, I just like it when it flows. Like, I want to get to, I don't really care about all, like, what's your favourite colour and stuff. Like, <laughs> I want to get into the Ultimately, nitty. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to get into I the nitty. I want as well, like, yeah. If I, honestly, I was what, saying, What's like, the nitty gritty? Like, I was saying on one of the episodes, if I was dating now at this age. At this age, 33 yeah. in April, I ain't got no time to waste. I'm gonna Not be like, a singular I'm gonna one. I'm going to be like, bro, what's your five-year plan yeah do you want to get married but yeah. you don't have to literally be like so what's your five-year plan but you can ask it in a way that doesn't seem but that's as the like thing with men you say interview. to them do you want to get married i think you're proposing no yeah. i'm just asking i'm not Should saying to me <laughs> but is this something that you mm. want in your future and if it's not let's stop this now because you could be like no i don't like that yeah yeah i even feel like at my age as well being 27 and also being a mum i have no time to be messing about do you tell them straight away yeah yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm. I just think it's. it's I such wish a men natural... took that same approach. I... <laughs> oh, shame. Yeah, it's just a natural. Like, she's my whole life. How can I not just mm, mention? Mm. Even if I tried not to, it'd be hard. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just a natural thing. Oh, my daughter. Oh, my dog. My dog. <laughs> my, my, my dog. My goddaughter. My, my god dog. <laughs> So now being at the age that I am and being a mum, I remember going on uh, on a date and I actually said it on the podcast, I went on a date with a guy and I was just like, what What are your flaws? Like, what's something that you know that you want to work on? And when you say work on, it kind of doesn't make them scared to say it because it makes it look like that that they're I'm actually- changing, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually changing it. And he was like, my, my communication, like I don't communicate too well. And like, what do you think if we went on a date on a Sunday and I didn't message you until a Thursday, I said, absolutely not. That's what we're not gonna do. Mm. And that was the first and last day I ever went on with him. Because I knew that I'm somebody that loves being in constant communication with somebody. Like I, I would love to message you and know that you're gonna reply to me within an hour, not two days. Like what, what is that? So we had a good day on Sunday and you're not thinking about me and you can live without me. Now I'm all right. See, I've got to a stage, right, where I prefer not to just chat on WhatsApp. I just can't, I can't, yeah. I, I don't have the mental capacity yeah, anymore to just have like conversations on WhatsApp. I'm like, I have a, 
phone which mm. i rarely do yeah. voice note because i'll like you get well, way more out of a voice note, voice note or b let's just say what are you doing on saturday mm. let's go out and let's actually have a conversation yeah. like talking about dating etiquette because before you get to the actual initial physical day you do all the talking bits after right yeah. that's the bit i don't have time for we do not need to talk for four months before you ask me on oh a day God, that's so like rare. in all honesty oh. if you met me on a saturday by Wednesday, she'd be like, let's meet up. Yeah, Do you know what? That, does, that, that doesn't waste anybody's time. Exactly. Because by the next Saturday, if we meet up, we don't like each other. That's it. Exactly. Party done. done. But we've waited four months. Yeah. Finally met each other. That was like, oh, you're actually an idiot. <coughs> exactly. Because WhatsApp has the privilege of being able to give you thinking time. Mm-mm-mm. You can you can come across as witty because you can like ask your friends what to say. Yeah. Whereas talking on the phone or meeting face to face... You have to be yourself. Mm. There's not this facade that you can make sort of thing. 100%. So I don't like a long process that we're talking for ages before we go on a date. Like, let's meet, that's so get it over and done with. Okay, I don't like you. I do like yeah. you. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. And that's it. Especially not at this age. I mean, if you're 19, but at this big age, like, who's got time to be talking? Talking. <laughs> Talk, like just talking on the phone for four months like by the time I met you you must know everything about me marry me like when we meet we should just get married because how much talking must be like how much talking do you need to do to decide you want to just see me in the flesh like that is wild to me yeah. like don't waste my time do you know what's my, I've had situations where like a friend will come to me and be like oh my god I've got a perfect girl be like a girl mm. and I've got a perfect girl mate for you like you two get on so well and I'll just be like cool give me a number mm. then I'll message them and I'll be like oh thingy told me to, to get in contact she reckons you know make mm. a joke of her she reckons we're gonna end up getting married or whatever they've said and then be like when can we go out yeah. like I'm not gonna start being like oh so what do you do for work and like, WhatsApp you know it's, exactly it's what just chat about it um, WhatsApp has made people not communicate as much yeah, now bad. and also when someone gets my number I hate when the first thing they do is WhatsApp me do you think they should text you text me I, was, I think WhatsApp is too familiar yeah. it's yeah. entirely too familiar like your, your your picture is on there it says when I'm yeah, on and on yeah. that you kind of like yeah, can be aware business. of what I'm doing and sort of thing but text me and then a quick text like hey you right is it okay if I give you a call mm. Yeah. Or wait, and then we'll talk on the phone. The whole WhatsApp feels very familiar. Like yeah, that's, that's my friends' my friends. Or yeah, like yeah. when I'm sorting something that quickly. But when you're trying to like trying to check me out, yeah. just text me. Yeah, and that sounds silly, but no, I don't we know were why. We talking about it today earlier. There's hierarchy in communication. I'm sorry, WhatsApp is like like level one. Do you know what I mean? That's like there's texting, calling, WhatsApp. FaceTime is hella intimate. I never FaceTime people. Like, don't you just find it weird? It's like, I do it to my sister or something. I don't mind. But I can't remember the last time I, like, FaceTime a man. Yeah, like, a guy that I'm talking to. And they love to call you. Like, you can't FaceTime me at 11 expect me not to have my headscarf on. Like, exactly. what, what's this? I'm not cute at 11. I'm like, move, what man. Yeah, if you want to FaceTime me, you peak 3 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, But then you should be working, so don't FaceTime me is the yeah, answer. Yeah, exactly. Why have you got time to FaceTime me? Yeah, exactly. Why are you not work? <laughs> you get me how you get me. Yeah, no, I don't know about FaceTime. It wasn't around when I was dating, so. <laughs> so I don't know. The, the, the WhatsApp thing is interesting though because like I always go to WhatsApp to if I'm like messaging someone yeah. like in that capacity but if it's like a, a work thing like if someone's giving me their number in terms of like oh we should meet up and yeah, yeah, yeah. have this chat mm. about that thing I'll text yeah oh yeah definitely I feel like it's the more formal way yeah yeah, yeah it's the more formal and professional way yeah what, what do you do if you ever received a um a date request via email. What, if someone just request? emailed you, <laughs> no, not like a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> calendar invite. Oh, that'd be cute. Meet me. Meet me here. Are you free? Yeah, I would actually be insane. Send response now. That's so cute. I would actually accept the client. Accept the client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I would actually be into getting outslapped by email. Yeah, it happened to me once. It was actually so cute. We had been dating already, but he did. Just you have a hotmail account? Yeah. <laughs> it's so immature. I remember one time I got like my mentor to have a look at my CV and my um, email was a hotmail account. She was like, get to rid of that yeah. <laughs> and put a Gmail account instantly. Popping, yeah. Don't have a Hotmail account if you're looking for I work. used to have, I changed recently from Yahoo to Gmail. Really? Because everyone was just like, cost, everyone was costing me. So I never had Hotmail, always had Yahoo. Uh, so everybody would be like, why don't you have Hotmail? Why the hell have you got Yahoo? And then recently someone was like, wow, who still uses hot Yahoo? <laughs> so I quickly got a Gmail one. So I want to be yeah. popping. I want to be, I want to be cool. No, but you know what? I think it depends on the the name. Because like my, one of my best mates, he, <laughs> his, his email for years was buff underscore daddy at hotmail.co.uk or whatever or something like that and the second he started like we left school I was like you you do know you need to set up a Gmail now with like your actual name you can't be like yeah here's my email on a CV buff underscore daddy so I think it depends because like everyone's like MSN name and hotmail thing back in the day was like you know what is it? Oh, actually, don't tell the world. <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 don't reveal, don't reveal. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but back, back to dating etiquette, right? Mm. So from a guy's point of view, yeah. this, I'll give you the oh, guy's point on, of view now. So the three dates, mm-hmm. first date. So what I would say is, if I've asked you out, which is probably going to be the case, then we're going to go somewhere nice, with chill, like we were saying, chilled, have a conversation, yeah. or maybe somewhere a little bit left of centre. So like recently I went to the Science Museum on a date, Sick. to like an exhibition. Yeah. Cause I thought it's cool. You can walk around, you can chat. Yeah. It's not too like intimate. Mm. It's nice. We did that. So something like that, or just like a drinks thing. I'll always gonna, I'm always gonna offer to pay. Mm. Like there's no, like it'd be nice if the girl, like even if they're pretending like Tolly does Guys to be like, oh, that, that. oh, <laughs> like that's cool. Come the second date, probably drinks, maybe not drinks again, dinner. Mm. Somewhere nice, not too expensive because again, it's only a second date. Mm-hmm. But then at this point, I'm thinking like, you've, if you're going to offer, you've got to be seriously like, you can't be expecting, yeah, 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 yeah. You, can't, you, can't be ex- you can't be expecting the guy to pay mm. because that makes the guy feel like you're just there for the ride and you're not into him. You're just there for the, like, him paying for you for a night out or whatever. So you should genuinely make the request. More times, I'm always going to still pay. Mm-hmm. Most guys probably will. But I think like, you have to put that, Oh no 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 like and, and, and have that like you know like the mini mm. fight over yeah. like no nah, no nah, put the card down yeah. then it's like no nah, put your card away and then like the person will come with the card machine mm. and then you'll do the banter about now nah, she's not paying like give it then or, or mm. whatever. Third date, however, is different. Like if you're going somewhere, well, if it's not an activity date, mm. which I believe in, so mm. Audrey, sorry, yeah. you're you're wrong. It's got to be an activity. So because you can't just keep going for dinner and drinks. Yeah, you can. Like and I'm not oh, like sad. like what. Miniature golf or some shit. Yeah, yeah like something fun. Miniature, like anything, bowling. I couldn't think of like, anything yeah, top, worse. Like, there's so much stuff. Guy in top golf. Or We're in bowling. London. Yeah. Oh my god, shoot me. Do you know what like someone? Swingers, so many yeah. things. No, someone no, told me the other day there's a place in worse. Hackney where you can go like axe throwing. <laughs> I would actually do <laughs> you that. got axe thrown on oh, a date. Sick. Yeah. No. Um, so something like that. But at this time, I'm thinking like, right, seriously, you're going to have to start like chipping in here because <laughs> like we're three dates in. Like if this is going to keep being a thing, then I'm not paying for every date mm. because I just don't think so like... So I pay on the fourth date. Why the yeah. fourth date? Um, I do the fourth date because it's like, okay, we've got this far. I kind of like you. And I, I do want the idea that like, oh, she is willing yeah. to like pay and things like that but in terms of it wouldn't even be your date so by the fourth day i would ask you out yeah. and i would organize it yeah. so kind of just to be like oh hey i'm into this too mm. that i think that's what it is it's kind yeah. of like okay we've done these three days mm. you've organized it blah 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 so by the fourth day i would sort something out 
and it'd be like my date sort of thing just to be like hey i like you too yeah so <laughs> cheap so you would pay yeah or you'd expect them to split i would literally be like i'm taking you out yeah and then if he like the bill comes and says oh don't be silly i'll pay i'm like no i'm taking you out yeah. and then i say it once I mean, and I'm if gonna, he I'm says, gonna I'm not going to beg you to, because <laughs> money's not free. If you, if, you, if you want to do it, cool, go ahead. But it would be, the whole conversation would be, I'm taking you out. I mean, the last time I did that, it was quite bad because it was a press trip and I just didn't pay for anything. But in his head, I spent so much money. <laughs> so it was, <laughs> it was this, it was a press event and it was like, they were launching this new thing. This, uh, it was launching, um, it was Bounce. The table tennis space. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were like, Bounce was opening up. So I was like, oh, cool. I'll take you on this date, whatever. So I took him. And it was like, I got free dinner, like tennis, table tennis and drinks. And I was so cheeky. I was like, oh, whoever loses does the, buys all the shots. And I, I lost. I was like, yeah, I've got all the shots. And I didn't pay for a oh singular thing. But like, till this day, he probably still thinks, oh my God, that's the best I've ever, ever had. <laughs> She's paid for all of this food, all of this. And it's quite expensive as well. So he thinks I'm great. And he kept going, let me pay, let me pay. I was like, no, no, it was so bad. I was like, no, no, don't offer, don't offer. So when you went to the toilet, when he came back, I was like, oh, I've paid. <laughs> Do you know how we finesse? Do you know how much I do want we to finesse? come back out and try and play because I'll be screwed. <laughs> Literally, I remember I was going, I went on a double date with someone and um, when the bill came, the bill came up to like something mad, like a hundred and something. Anyways, I was like... That's lit. That's good, that's true. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I, don't do, I, I don't do dinner dates, so I don't even, don't even know if that's a lot. Um... So yeah, so then I was like, do you know what, guys? Because this guy was cheap as fuck, always made me pay anyways. So um, I was like, I'm going to write the initials down on a piece of paper and I'm going to let the waitress come over and pick out the piece of paper and whoever's initials it is, mm. like they have to pay. Why? Why can't we just pay? <laughs> no, I absolutely put his initials down four times. <laughs> <laughs> and he paid for it. And you know who it is? He was fuming. <laughs> he was like, oh, sweet on it's long, man. It's annoying. But like, yeah, with double dates, I feel like my. Do you know why I don't like double dates, right? Can you imagine? It's your friend's boyfriend paying for her, and your. And then your man's like, imagine. "Where's your money? Bring your money out, B." Or like, if your friend's boyfriend is really attentive. Mm, and then you like, 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 your man's just like there. Yeah, no, that would I would be like yeah. we have to wake up yeah, because yeah. that's a, like a, a comparing like straight ahead sort yeah, of thing. Because it's either like double dates, you have to go equally yoked couples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or somebody has to pretend. Yeah, yeah. Like if you see her touching her, touch me. <laughs> touch me. <laughs> <laughs> if he asks, she's okay. Ask me if I'm okay oh, because hand. it's just competition now, basically. You know when you're looking at your man just eating and then your friend's man's doing the most, and you're just looking at him like, yeah. Or you're gonna finish that. You're gonna finish that. You're gonna finish that. And then he takes your plate and he starts eating from your plate. I wasn't finished. My wife and kids with Jay and with Jay and Michael and then the Vanessa and what's his name? Junior. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Junior was doing the most for Vanessa. And Jay was Jay was about to go and get a piece of bread and she thought that Michael was gonna feed it to her and he was like, Oh no, girl, you don't need more bread. You don't need you need to put that you need to put that shit down. It's just like I just find the whole dating politics just mad because it's just like Every time I chat to girls, it's like completely different to like a boy's point of view. Mm. Um, we're not on the, we're not on the yeah. same page at oh, all. Oh, the other thing, would you ask a, a guy out on a date? If you saw a guy out and you were somewhere and you thought that guy's hot or you've had like a bit of a chat, would you initiate asking them out for a first date? 
I, I would, but I'd have to. Have you though? Have you? I'd have to. I would, know but that have he you liked yeah. me? Like I'd have to yeah. know because what I with four, four months random, of WhatsApp? I wouldn't just ask a random guy that I'm having a good conversation because it doesn't mean he's attracted to me. I would yeah. have to get flirtation, flirtatious vibes. If I did, then yeah, I probably would. I probably would. But I mean, like when I've done it in the past, it's been that really lame. Oh, so when are you gonna take me out then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then I've definitely said, let's go out. Mm. Or, or like let's say but I'll always do it as if to say like I could have planned this in my head since Monday but Friday night I'll be like oh, what are you up to do you yeah, for drinks yeah, as yeah. if it's really casual These time to like it's just I'm free now if you're yeah. free let's do something <laughs> but yeah I've got to tell you I've got my outfit and I've been thinking about doing this since Monday morning <laughs> and Friday at like 7.30 mm. I was like oh you finished right do you want to just meet for a drink or something yeah. and it's like oh yeah sure you ready I'm like I- I'm dressed ready. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what I, I want to wear <laughs> I'm on my way <laughs> so it's like i always do it in the sense of like oh it's casual yeah it's not this thing of like saturday the 14th yeah do you know what i feel like the blow's easier if you get rejected last minute anyway it's fine too much emphasis on it then it's like cool it's like if you come you come if you don't you don't yeah and when it's last minute if they say no you're like oh he was busy yeah exactly it was last minute so the rejection doesn't feel as bad but i don't i don't i we are advocates for shooting your shot yeah absolutely and i know some people are like no don't do it but but, but i was just like like why not if you're getting a vibe absolutely yeah but don't do it to a guy that you're getting don't a vibe don't do it to someone that you've never spoken to <laughs> and they don't even yeah don't do that they don't even follow you on Twitter like yeah, yeah make it do something that. like oh you can read something here and then it kind of like it allows you to know if they do say no it's like oh everything I was reading was wrong mm, exactly let me move away from that question yeah. life happens we do it to guys all the time yeah, yeah. true so I that because I feel like as a guy there's a lot of pressure on guys to like be the one to make that you know first step like that initial like oh let's go do this or you know try and set something up or try to like get the conversation going in that way or whatever it is yeah like, girls like it i know but guys love it as well like if a girl came up yeah. to me or not came up to me but if a girl offered to take me out for a first date i'd be like yes yeah. like this i wouldn't even question it i'd be mm. like 100 percent. so I'd, first of all i'd be like i rate that yeah second of all i'm like cool that means you know you're interested in having a conversation yeah. 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 but also it's just like it rarely happens so you'd yeah. just be like yeah I'd be all over that. It's yeah. never happened though, ever. Aww. And I don't, I don't, no, not in a, not in a bad way. Like yeah, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah I think girls don't really do it, yeah, yeah, really yeah. Do it and it has, I don't think any of my mates have ever had it as well. Yeah, it's not, not that I can it's think not of. That common though. Is it's it, really? Yeah. I feel like us. Yeah, we just have to know. Like we have to have a vibe or be drunk. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like some liquid courage. Yeah. Are there any? Are there any don'ts for dates for you guys? Like anything you don't want really, apart from like the obvious of like sex yeah don't be like partner. hella late like and stuff like that don't leave me waiting if i get there before you oh, oh. my god i'll because be that's the girl i think you purposely plan to be a little late mm. so you're not the one waiting yeah yeah exactly. so like don't be late don't take me somewhere kind of on a whim because oh. i feel like i have somewhere booked yeah do you want to say oh we were going mm. oh i don't know i just thought yeah oh, i don't, I don't like what that. you want what do you want yeah. to do? Sir? I don't know. You dragged me out of my house. Yeah. And if we're going for dinner, like, like I said before, assertiveness is massive for oh. me. So if it's like we get to this restaurant and they're like, don't let me be the one to be like, oh, table for two, please, because you're being a wimp. I like, hate sir, that. talk up. Like, be the one to be assertive and be like, table for two, please. And it's not all like, I appreciate that. Oh, what do you want to say? Oh, what do you want to do? Like, just be like, we're, we're doing this. Are you happy with that? I love that. Oh, but what do you want to do? So be assertive. And don't like, play it cool. Don't act like, this is the best thing to ever happen. Like, don't let me know that it's like, don't make it feel like a sympathy date. Yeah. So, oh, thank you so much for coming out, man. I'm so, I, c- I can't believe. Yeah, I didn't think you said yes, you know, sir. Can you just have some courage? Like, just, yeah. I'm here. 
but also don't do the opposite because some guys play it too cool yeah yeah I feel yeah like find a happy medium so like i want to see your personality like i feel like and i know we all do it when we go on dates we put on a bit of a facade because no one wants to show their inner their real self mm. do you know what i mean on a first date but like i feel like some guys do it too much like yeah. if i can't see glimmers of like who i think you are like once the barriers come down and you're just playing it too cool, like I don't like that. Yeah, I have yeah, some yeah. Banner. Do you know what I mean? I want to laugh and have a good time. Yeah, always avoid talking about talking badly about other women around me. Yes, 100%. so I hate it when I'm talking to a guy and it's like, oh yeah, my ex was crazy, blah 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 blah. blah. Because my thing is, you made her crazy. Like, yeah. what did you do? So I'm really wary of men that talk down about women around me sort of thing as well and also like I mean there's key questions to ask the men on dates now like oh what do you think about this imagine a guy being like oh that me too man it's just you lot talking shit you know like it's oh, just, oh, it's just oh, women complaining oh, see so you like later. it's like hmm my amigo do you know please. that sort of like yeah like shut up no or like you know some kind of Tory that would also be a no for me to be fair <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. it's those kind of like fundamentally our views and also just how you speak about women is a big one. For yeah, me. yeah. And also like if you've, if, if we're out and you've seen like a friend or something or somebody you know, don't stand there talking to them for 10 minutes and leave me just standing there. Mm-mm. Like introduce me please. Because if, if somebody hasn't introduced me, I'd be like, oh, hi, by the way, my name is... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You didn't introduce me. I hate that. Sometimes I don't remember the person's name though. I know. No, <laughs> but I, then that's why you I, say, you, oh, this is... Yeah. Audrey, and then they'll be like, oh, and I am, da 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 And then- That's happened to me so many times. I've just been like, babe, how are you, babe? <laughs> when I don't introduce, babe, it's because I don't know other person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Babe, babe meet babe. Babe, 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 meet hun. Babe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't introduce, like, if I don't remember the name of that person, I'm like, I can't, I, I'm not, okay. yeah, I'm just not doing it here. <laughs> see old ladies, like this is, oh, we go to this cafe where we record and the woman's like grown and Tolly's like, babe, yeah, I'm just gonna get VM. <laughs> Gonna get a full English. Yeah, bar. I always babe. <laughs> I, I'm a babe. You're right, hun. You're right, babe. It's from it's from being from Essex. Oh God, Everything's so like funny. babe. Do you know what I mean, babe? Yeah. No, I'm a definite babe. That's hilarious. And that's why I don't know many people. I'm really bad with names. Faces, I'm always oh, yeah. like, mm. we know they're from here, but they're from here. But names, it's so bad. And I feel so bad about it because I'm someone that's very like fussy about my name. When someone gets my name wrong, I'm really offended. <laughs> but I do to people all the time <laughs> and I say it with confidence I'd be like Sam yeah, Sam yeah, Sam, she'll be instructing someone Sam. with the wrong name. Yeah, mm. but Sam keep asking me that. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, why is Sam Sally? not answering me? And this is like, that's, uh, I would you be like, that's not, that's not his name. <laughs> and I'm like, I... <laughs> and then you'll tell her the correct name, and, and she'll, she'll still and she'll be like, oh. I'm trying really hard, but that's my biggest flaw. <laughs> Imagine a guy forget we, your name on dates. Meet a lot of people though. Yeah, no. no. Yeah, I had a guy call me Aubrey for the whole day. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't because I feel like, yeah, there's a certain window. Like, and if you like, because I thought I heard Aubrey, but I wasn't sure because he was saying it with mad confidence. So I thought I heard Aubrey, but I wasn't sure. So then I missed the window. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like him anyway, so I didn't care, but it was just really, so he was like, so Aubs. I was like, yeah, that's me. Not, yeah, no, you've got to do it. Do you know what has happened to me when I was younger? So my fake name is Melissa. Mm, It has been since I was about 14. And I remember this guy asking for my number and I was like, I gave him the right number for some reason. I gave him the fake name. So every time I'm like, are you about Melissa? I'm like, Melissa, and I'm, yeah, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, Why have Melissa. You got a necklace that says Tully? <laughs> no, I, I had the, and no, I had a necklace of Melissa. I was dedicated oh my to my fake God. name, like dedicated. But I remember one time I was walking in a high street. Some guy's like, Melissa, Melissa. I'm sorry, <laughs> who the hell is he talking to? 
<laughs> but oh I was God. dedicated to my fake name. I had a necklace saying Melissa on it as well. Like I was a pathological liar. I've changed. That is dedication, me. That's quality. <laughs> uh, all right, any final dating tips for people listening? Do you know what? Yeah, we're going I, age order. I yeah. say. Um, the only thing I will say about dating, yeah, is don't be so rigid in your type. Yeah. Uh, shut up, all I'm no She's a dickhead, right? She does this all the time. But Every time I, it's dating, really, she indirects me some way, somehow. It's, it's Go true. On. It's true. I really don't. I don't think that you should be rigid in your type. I really, honestly, think mm. people should be more so open, why are you at me? open-minded. Oh, move, they should bro. be more open-minded. I mean, they don't have to be six foot bald. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, for example. Um, don't restrict yourself. Yeah, don't restrict don't yourself restrict because yourself. you never know what package your soulmate is going to come in. You never know. You never know. So that's the only thing I would say is open up the pool. Mm-hmm. Like what Dottie said. Open up the pool, babes. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, we did an age order. Um, I don't know. I feel like just like rip the bandage. Like there's no need for like a seven month talking period or anything yeah, like that. Like that. I feel like the quicker you realise if you want to be with this person, the less time is mm, wasted. And the so less pain. And the less pain it is. And also... Just to like women and girls, stop breaking your own heart by going for men that are, that are unavailable. Because I think that is the one fire way to hurt yourself. Like you, you know he's not good for you. You yeah. know he doesn't really want to be in something, but you're still making, like you're still like, I really like him. And in that case, you're legitly breaking your own heart. You are legitly doing this to yourself. And one more, go dressed to kill on your first date. I feel like there's this like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do oh, too I, much. I, I just go look much. casual. I just wear jeans in the top. No, go doing too much to the point of that. If he was going to take you somewhere shit, he'll reconsider. It was like, oh, she looks too cute to go there. So True. go into like, or next time he'll be like, she's so fire. I can't yeah, take her I need in. to. Yeah. Cause yeah. I feel like when you look your best as well, you kind of, you mm. feel better as well, don't you? I'll be fuming, right? If I was going on a date and I was proper banging and someone told me we were going bowling, yeah. I've got to go put those shoes on. <laughs> my fire outfit. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even go. I'll, just, like, I'll, sit the, I'll sit in the bar and be cute. Yeah. Um, what you guys said and know exactly what you want. Go into something knowing what you want. If you want a relationship, then call. Be open and honest. Communicate. And um, know that you can't change the other person. So as Dolani was saying, that if you know some someone's bad for you, don't try and... St- sit there and be like oh because he's got potential or I'm holding on to hope I can change him he's got time for potential no, no. potential you're not the job centre you don't need to <laughs> live potential in the past yeah. please that is a problem yeah yeah everyone's always holding on to potential yeah and if you're gonna bang on the first date be safe wear a condom remember Melinda's story at the start of this conversation <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> alright on that note it's a, ni- yeah. a nice note to round up All right so um, I got three questions I always ask at the end of, end of every interview. So we're gonna have to do this in like some sort of order okay. because I want you all. Youngest. No, I want you to all to answer all three questions. Okay. So first one is obviously Dreamers Disease is the name of the podcast. Mm. What does Dreamers Disease mean to you? And I'm looking at you, Audrey or Aubrey, because you've got the mic. Mm. Um, Dreamers Disease to me, I feel like it means that. I feel like what it's saying is that you can have like a vision Mm. and you can have an idea and you can have a goal in place, but you might let things, roadblocks get in the way of that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, don't let any roadblocks or obstacles kill the vision. Look forward, look at the goal at what's ahead and you can recover from any disease. Because we are children of God and we serve and live in God. Sure do. 
and you will not be sick. Your dream will be fulfilled, <laughs> okay? You will accomplish what you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep, mm-hmm. I agree. Dreamers disease is that. <laughs> 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 and also, it's never too late to begin mm. something new. It's never too late. I think when I think of it, it's this idea of having a dream so big that you have to do something about it. So when you've got some sort of cold or you've got some sort of disease, you have to do something about it. You have to go to the hospital. You have to get someone to do this. So it's having a dream so much that when you're not doing it, it feels like it's disrupting your life. It's disrupting, like, it's, it's like you wake up thinking, I should be doing this, but you're not. So it's having a dream that big and that, like, you want it that bad that you can't ignore it anymore. Yeah, nice. Um, and then next one, if we could go back in time. Yep. So normally I do this three bits of advice, but we'll just do one bit of advice each because okay. then we'll get free. So if we could go back in time and we could speak to a younger version of each of you, what one bit of advice would you give yourself to start doing from that moment? So let's say like 14, 15 year old you. I would tell 14 year old Talani that dream bigger, baby girl. Like this, like small island dreams that you're having. This, like, oh, it'd be fun to do something for some newspaper someday. Like, you can dream big and like be direct in your dreams as well. Don't be like someplace, someplace, someday. You can just be like, I want to do for this magazine at this point. So, like, pick the biggest dream and go for that one. Yeah, I would have definitely. I would have told myself to have more focus. Like, I feel like earlier on we were talking about all the things that we started before we ended up here, and like I did. I've done so much stuff. Like, I wanted to be a makeup artist. I wanted to be a social media manager. I wanted to be a music manager. I wanted to be a journal. Like, and I've literally had my fingers in all those different pies. But I've always like had like a strong voice and I wish I knew that just having a voice was enough because if I'd known that I would have started podcasting ages ago if I knew it was a thing like I would have just focused on that and just been like your voice is is enough you didn't need to do all the extra bits or the other side things that you were doing that just really didn't they didn't really mean anything I just thought that's what I wanted to do because it seemed cool at the time do you know what I mean so I would say just like focus and like hone in on what your gift is and I think it's speaking. I would tell 14, 15 year old Milena Sanchez to listen to people, like older people that care about you. Listen, take direction. Don't think you know it all. Um, what else? And don't think just having a voice is enough. Like just having a singing voice is amazing. Like everyone's, a lot of people have it, but work hard. Nice. And then final question, Milena, we'll start with you. Cause, Meow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what does happiness mean to you? Oh, happiness. Having like my full mental health there. Like having, just being, yeah, just being completely okay, like mentally. Having my family okay and having money. That's it. And be successful. Um, for me, with happiness, I feel like it's a consistent goal that I go towards. So I don't, sounds really sad. I feel like obviously you have moments where you're like really happy and this is great or whatever, whatever. But I think it's like a, a journey thing rather than oh, I'm happy now this is going to be it. It's kind of being able to have an inner peace that allows you to be happy even when things are really bad. Mm. So I think that's what it is. I don't think it's a thing of, oh, I'm happy now. It's like you're consistently work, working towards staying happy or having a peace of mind that allows you to stay happy. I agree. I feel like happiness for me is honestly a good bill of health, like mental health, especially because I feel like that does drive a lot. Do you know what I mean? Because like good mental health, like some people say that can cure, like that can help physical health. Do you know what I mean? So if you get physically sick, but you've got a good mental health that can like help the process. So I think that that 
ultimately because you can have everything that you think would make you happy the money the dream house but if you're not happy inside and you're not mentally okay then yeah. really it doesn't really mean anything yeah. so just like peace of mind to me peace is of mind I, that's all yeah. i want it's just like i don't not to say that i don't want to dream big or think big because i do like i feel that there's like no limits to what i could achieve but to always always kind of be content with just also what I have in the moment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And just being appreciative. Cause I feel like when you're appreciative of what you have, then God gives you more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I feel like peace of mind is like the base of it. So if you're mm. building a house and you have all the bricks and the waters, that's peace of mind. Yeah. So whatever else goes on top of that can be interchangeable. It can change all the time. So what made me happy last week is not making me happy mm. today. But because at that base of it, you have that peace of mind, happiness remains no matter what the changing things mm. are that you layer on top of it. Like baking a cake, you have your base. It could be a cheesecake today. It could be a Victoria sponge cake. It could be whatever, whatever, but you still have that base. And that for me is what peace of mind mm. and what happiness should be yeah and we're trying we're trying out here there's another way that I, i've heard it described is like the the blue sky is the constant mm. and the clouds are like the things that yeah. the things that come <laughs> and go yeah it's yeah. a good way of thinking about it it's yeah. like the blue sky is your constant peace of mind mm. and then the clouds are the things that will always come and go and yeah. come around and so all that sort of stuff yeah. um but yeah amazing guys so before we sign out can you just let people know where they can find you all online Mm. and where they can check out the podcast and anything else that you want to shout about so me you can find me um on instagram um my instagram is garners underscore finest and my twitter is garners finest x i'm so sorry i'm I'm working on trying to get them both but it's not gonna happen um yeah and you can find the podcast on soundcloud you can find the podcast on apple you can find the podcast on spotify you can find the edited pg version of the podcast on wizard radio on sundays at 10 p.m and yeah that's that's about it right in terms of where you can find it youtube as well we're on youtube youtube channel yeah, we have an Instagram page as well, The Receipts oh, yeah. Podcast, that you can check out. Um, we can use our hashtag, um, which is The Receipts Podcast. Yeah. The episodes come out every Wednesday mm-hmm. um, at 12, mid- 12 o'clock on the dot. Um, you can find me at Holly underscore T on Twitter and Instagram. And I have a Medium page that you can read my workout, which is all the men I love, fancy and want to sleep with. Aww. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Milena Sanchez at nice well look guys thank you so much thanks it's for been having amazing. us um, we'll definitely have to get you in for a part two with like proper sound 100%. set up um, and do it all over again because it's been wicked because there's so much more I want to talk about um, I appreciate it keep doing your thing because honestly like one of my favourite my, now I'm going to put out there my favourite UK podcast Aww, I'll put it out there you. on record apart from mine obviously oh yeah both of mine so yeah of course so like, keep doing it because you're inspiring so many people and it's amazing to see and like keep up the good work like when it's shining through the bbc and everything you know it's you're doing good and you uh yeah just keep shining basically Gracias. keep doing your thing thank you so there we have it guys that was the receipts and a, a hilarious episode i loved i loved that episode so much i'm such a big fan of, of their podcast and them as girls and it was just amazing to kind of feel like the fourth member of the band it was it was really really good and really good fun i hope you guys took a lot from it they are literally as hilarious off mic as they are on it and i can really testify at that and the chemistry between them is so strong which is what makes 
what they do so inspiring. I love how they're able to just stay completely unfiltered and true to themselves and they've kind of got zero boundaries which is great and there's such a lot we can learn from that because they're just like an open book and I, I believe that you know sometimes we hold too many boundaries up in our lives and we, we hold ourselves back from doing or saying or being certain things and sometimes we just need to learn to let go of that really. So this episode was really really great to hear from them and if you've never checked out their podcast obviously go and check it out it's amazing it's genuinely my favorite which i think i said at the start of the episode it's my favorite uk podcast easily so yeah if you've got any other questions or you want to you know get in touch with me obviously you can find me as always at i am alex manzi on instagram and twitter instagram's where i hang out the most tag me in your stories if you're listening dm me if you want to ask stuff i'm always always responding to you guys because i love connecting with you guys on insta so without any further ado I'll see you next time and make sure you go out there and chase your dreams. This podcast is produced by Unedited.